Welcome to Everyday Heroes, the podcast. With each episode, we meet ordinary people who do extraordinary things. Everyday Heroes is brought to you by The Hero Builder, Enlighten Up, and AOS, The Athlete of Significance. Let's join our host as we meet today's Everyday Hero. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Everyday Heroes podcast. We are so glad to have you with us today, and thank you for sharing this moment in time with us. We really have a great time here celebrating ordinary people who do extraordinary things in the lives of others. We have had an opportunity to meet some of the most wonderful people. And uh, without further, I would love to bring in my co-host, Boyd Hamlin. How are you today? Hey, I am doing fantastic, and uh, I'm, I'm kind of excited. Uh, of course, I get excited all the time that we're talking on our podcast. It's just fun for me to do. But uh, today, this special guest uh, kind of makes me a little hungry, just uh, thinking about what he does and all of that. So uh, I'll just leave it to you to bring in our special guest today and tell us a little bit about it. I will. I'm so excited to share this gentleman and what he does. He has given me the opportunity in the last couple of weeks to be able to gift my mom for her birthday in a way I never expected. And so I am honored to bring him on and let him share with us what we do. And I hope I don't butcher your last name, but I believe we have Jake Daughtery. <laughs> Correct, Jake Daughtery. That's pretty much it. Yeah, I'm originally from South Louisiana, Lafayette. And then I went to college in Atlanta, Georgia. After that, I hopped on a plane and went to Europe. I had studied European history at university, and that's what I realized I loved. And so I didn't know what I was going to do. But I ended up over here, and I've lived in Europe for 20, almost 23 years now. Most of that time was spent traveling around, working as a bartender, as a waiter. But eventually, I started working for the American military, uh, doing their outdoor recreation programs in a little town called Garmisch-Partenkirchen, Germany. Then I went out on my own and opened two travel and tour guide businesses. We also did team building, a lot of team building for the American military and a lot of uh, work and programs that we set up for the Red Cross and the Wounded Warrior Project. And then COVID-19 hit, and within a matter of three weeks, in the month of March, I lost $120,000 in confirmed bookings, and two days after that, had to let go of a staff of eight people. It was a very heartfelt moment. It was hard. And there was a lot of emotions and a, a lot of prayers trying to figure out what our plan was, what God's plan was for us and what we were going to do. So I ended up, um, first thing I did is I went to some friends and two of those friends owned restaurants and were chefs. And they were suffering a similar tale, talking about how they had to let go of their staff and their chefs and everyone and how hard it was. These bonds of friendship and trust that you'd built up just being destroyed by something you had no control over. And so I wanted to find a way to help. I came from a travel background. One of the men in that room was the head chef overseeing six restaurants. And we decided we were going to try and figure out a way to put food on the table for chefs so they could feed their families. And being from travel background, I worked for a lot of platforms, such as Viatar, Expedia, Your Guide, Tours by Local. And so I took that business model and decided to transform it into a platform for chefs. And as they say, I was quite blessed. I um, have another friend, very dear friend, who is the head programmer uh, for, he was one of the programmers for Booking.com, and now he's the head programmer for an insurance company, the one of the largest in Europe. 
And he's a full stack programmer. So I pitched him this idea of creating this platform and he loved it. And so that's the foundations of my newest business, which is called Deary Dari. D-E-R-I-D-A-R-I. And what we do is we allow chefs to come onto our platform where they create content, which is based off their recipes, meal plans, kitchen skills. And then they sell that content in the form of live, interactive cooking courses that we couple with ingredient delivery. So as a customer, you go to our website, and in four steps, you can find a chef or a meal or cooking experience. You book it. You find a date and time. You decide if you want those ingredients you need for that course delivered to your home. Some of those ingredients, all of those ingredients, your choice. And then you make payment. Those ingredients are delivered to your door. You have your platform page, your password-protected page, where all the information you need for that cooking course awaits you, as well as the embedded video conferencing link so that you can communicate with your chef on the day and time of your choosing. Now, the best part, as Stacey can tell you, is we don't sell it just for a private one-on-one experience with a chef. The best part is, especially right now, is we – Set it up so that people can connect with their friends and family, so they can all come together, all come together and have that wonderful opportunity to learn, laugh, and connect with the shop and friends. I'm so excited. I, I have to tell the audience and everyone, I was able to connect to this program when he told me about it. I got this beautiful idea from my mom. She loves to cook, and they spent so many years of her life cooking and feeding people. And she took so much joy in that. And she suffered a stroke, and she can't do that anymore. But we were able to gather three of her friends that she cooked with all those years, and myself and my granddaughter. And our chef that we chose has created his experience for her for her birthday. So she gets to cook that birthday dinner with her friends and enjoy it. And I'm just touched that, to see her excitement and her thrill to be able to do that. So thank you for that service that you provide. Can you let people know, can you share your website with us, please, so they can make sure they hear it and can connect to you? Of course. And, Stacey, it, it, brings, it brings a tear to my eye to know that you're able to do that with your mother. I'm, I'm so ecstatic. But the website is uh, it's, it's quite simple. It's www.deridari.com. Now, Dari is an old Bavarian word, and I live still in Bavaria today, which is the southern regions of Germany. And the word simply means an exchange of services. In the old tongue, it means literally a cash payment or an exchange of services, a barter of goods. And so I thought that would be the perfect name for our platform, especially since everyone who started this platform, everyone that works for me, other than I think right now two employees, my entire team of eight people, six of them, at one time or another, worked in Garmisch Partenkirchen. And around the corner from where we all lived was a restaurant and bar called Deary Dari. So it just made sense. I love that connection. And how neat that you all have that underneath. Right? So many times it's what's underneath and those connections underneath that sustain us and hold us together with all the noise and the chatter on the top. So what a beautiful story. So, Jake, when you look at your life, the path that you took from from being a young child to this place that you stand right now with this service that you're able to provide and bring this kind of joy to people in such a unique way. Is there somebody that you identify in this journey for you 
as a hero, some ordinary person that did some extraordinary thing for you? And why would you give them that, that title? Well, there's a few, Stacy. First, of course, is my mother. My mother has always been an inspiration to me. Um, my parents divorced when I was quite young. My mother had to raise me on her own, but still in that trial was able to succeed in her business career. She was an attorney who never lost a single case went on to be tapped by President Bush Sr. to become a federal judge and served at the 6th District Court of Appeals. I mean, she is, in my wow. mind, not only a hero to me, but a hero to the world. She's just amazing. And then the second person um, is Jim Diaz Sr., who kind of took me under his wing. He was an attorney in South Louisiana. And between the two of them, Jim Diaz Sr. and my mother, they taught me three things that I find to be invaluable in living, period, in living. And one is honor. Live your life honorably. You want to be able to wake up every morning knowing that your journey is, is coming from a place of goodness and to live with honor. And I, I've always tried to live up to that ideal. But the biggest that my mother taught me and she still tells me this today, is always keep your options open. And so that has been my skills. It's been, it's been a, it has allowed me, let's say that, it has allowed me to be able to pivot in times of trial and in times of hardship. Yeah. And then the, the third one, Stacy, is not a person. It was several people. And I was given a great gift many years ago to work across in the Wounded Warrior Project and to help the soldiers that were coming back from Iraq and Afghanistan that were injured. They're called the transition units. They would end up at Ramstein, and these poor young men and women would be stationed there, and they would have to rehabilitate. And while they were rehabilitating, I was given this great honor to take these these soldiers um, to places like BMW where they could talk to the engineers or take them horseback riding or take them up into the mountains where they could feed the deer. And just as a general group, those young, brave people inspire me still to this day. Um, the stories that they would tell and the strength and the courage that they had to once again use the terminology to pivot their lives to, to rise up and find glory, it, it, um, it, it, it leaves me speechless. I'm going to say that it almost leaves me in the same spot. I am honored to share that moment of hero with you for the men and women that serve in our, in our military. My father was a veteran. Um, when I sold my home in New Mexico, my prayer and my hope was that along the way I could find a way to sell it through the Wounded Warrior Project just to give somebody a home that, that needed a place oh to live. And, and so I, I, that touches my heart in a special way, um, and especially today in, in the times that we're, that we're in right now when there's so much conflict and there's so much negativity out there. We have these men and women that get up every single day to make sure that you and I get to have this conversation. I know. I agree. And then there's one more that I have to just give honor to, and it was the Wounded Warrior Project. The Wounded Warrior Project first partnered with the Red Cross here in Germany. They were given offices at the Ramstein military base where the planes at that time, this was uh, 
early 2000s. The planes were coming in sometimes two and three times a day with injured soldiers. And these women, they were mothers, they were retirees, grandmothers, and then spouses. They took it upon their shoulders to be in that office at the airport every day. And when a plane would land, they would run out go to the plane, and when the stretchers were coming down the plane, they would grab the first hand that they could find, and they would say, what do you want? What do you, what do you need? And almost every one of those kids, I'm kind of tearing up right now, but <laughs> those kids, wanted to see their, they wanted to see their parents. They wanted to see their mom. And that's what those women did, was they were able to get their moms to Randstein from wherever they were in the world, bringing their parents to those children coming off of those planes. And I always, gosh, the respect I gave those women. When I met several of them, you could see it was such a toll, such a burden, but one that they, they carried strongly. And wow. it. Um, so when you asked who my heroes are, those, those women, those original women working at Randstein to this day, I, I I just, I, I pray for them every day. Wow. That's beautiful. I'm touched. Glad I brought tears to my own eyes. And, Jake, that's what I love about this podcast is that level of, of transparency, that realness that you have, that passion that comes out in your voice and in this conversation. It is such an honor for me. And I, I know I can speak for boys at the same time. And boys, please chime in. It is an honor to be able to share that with you and feel that passion from you. So from Germany, I mean, heavens here, I'm in little Blackwell, Texas, and, and you and I got the same emotion going on, right? I'm sharing that here. And I think that's a beautiful minute. I think that's one of the things the world is missing. Well, thank you for giving me the opportunity to honor those people, all of them. Um, they're such an inspiration in my life. Every day when I need courage, I look to those women. When I need insight, I look to my mother and I look to Jim Diaz. And when I need strength, I look to those young soldiers. Wow. No, you know what? So what a- this is so. This whole conversation has been absolutely fantastic, and uh, you know, just because of the conversation that we have had, I, I know that uh, Stacy, that that Jake is ready for question three, which is which is kind of like you got to sum up everything in, in in what he just said to us. That is a that is a um, a, a very large life. And uh, that has been lived to the full that you just spoke of, Jake. And uh, we appreciate you sharing that with us. But uh, I- I'm ready for I'm ready for uh, question three. If you are, Stacey. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> okay, Jake. Y- you know I have a whole page of notes and just of things and of that passion that you have. And I know that you have touched our audience today with your words and with your with that same conviction. And so I owe, I'm a sound believer that whoever needs to hear your words today will hear them. So thank you for being that river of information and sharing that with us. If this was your opportunity and you had a moment to make a statement to the world, what's your one line, Jake? What does your shirt say? What's on your T-shirt wow. to buy? Well, the T-shirt, wow. Honestly, I have to go back to my mother. You know, since I was such a young child, she was such an inspiration able to not only care for me, but also to live such an amazing life, to, to, to walk a path that few said she could. So I'm going to honor her, and I'm going to do so by saying my one line is, as I've already said, 
um, keep your options open. That's beautiful. And in keeping your options open, Jake, where is that taking you? For me, it's taken me all over the world. It's taken me into many different industries and many different paths. But in the end, it has brought me to where I need to be, here in this little town of Garmisch Partenkirchen, Germany, with my beautiful wife and my two gorgeous daughters. And I actually live in a little neighborhood where I haven't locked the back door since I moved in. And um, I get to walk out of my backyard and go hike up a mountain anytime I want. And I live with a, in a culture that I just absolutely admire, admire the Bavarians. They're just so unique. And so, yeah, if you keep your options open spiritually, mentally, you never know what you're going to achieve. I can't think of a better way to leave that day than with that thought. Right? How many yeah. times are, do we close those off doors because we think, oh, not me. Right? There's no room for my idea. Nobody wants to hear what I have to say. And so we close those doors for ourselves and we, we eliminate our very own options. So what sound and wise advice? Is there any final statement you'd like to leave with us? Because I'd love to give you an option to close us out. Well, you just said closing doors because of fear. And I'm going to do something that is kind of odd. I'm going to quote a TV show. And the TV show is Star Trek Discovery. I just watched the last episode of that TV show. <laughs> and the captain, he came on in this very serious moment. And he grabbed his crew and he wanted to impart strong words, a strong sentiment. And it was honestly... It was very touching for me, especially in my current struggles of having to close one business and open a new door and, and scared. I was I filled with fear every day that I'm going to let these chefs down, that I am going to financially destroy my family, not able to be able to send my kids to college, you know, or put food on my table. But I have to keep moving forward. And the captain of Star Trek Discovery came out and said something and it brought me to tears. He said that even in fear, we can step forward. And I, that's become my current motto with the stresses and trials and tribulations of having a startup and trying to not only start a business, but one that a lot of people were relying on. These chefs, they're just simply trying to keep food on their tables. And so there's a lot of pressure involved ensuring that I can make that happen. So even in fear, I can step forward. We hope that today's show has herofied you. Until we meet again, go out into the world and be an everyday hero. Everyday heroes are ordinary people who do extraordinary things. Proud sponsors of Everyday Heroes, the podcast, are The Hero Builder. Let's make a difference in our youth and build some heroes. Enlighten Up. Enlightening your path from where you are to where you want to be. And AOS, the Athlete of Significance. Coaches don't recruit success. They recruit significance. If you know an everyday hero that we need to talk to, or would like more information on Everyday Heroes, the podcast, or any of our sponsors, 
You can reach us on the web at everydayheroespodcast.info.